Good evening. This is Pastor Randy Anderson of This Is For You Ministry. Today is November 24th, 2022, Thanksgiving Day. And as this day comes to an end, I am so grateful to God for his loving kindness, his mercy, and his goodness toward me this day. Because of his goodness, I am back on the air to continue to share the truths that are contained in God's eternal bound word, which is the Bible. We will set aside the teaching from the book of Proverbs today in order to give thanks unto the Lord. What are you thankful to God for? Excuse me. What particular thing or event has God done for you and you knew it was God that you are thankful for? Our scripture reading will be coming from the book of Luke, chapter 17, 11 through 19, dealing with the 10 lepers. And the Bible reads, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God, amen, and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were, not, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God except the stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thine way, thy faith has made thee whole. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We come before you, Lord God, before this day end, and we just want to say thank you. Thank you, dear Lord God, Father, not only for another day that you have allowed us to live, but a day, dear Lord, that is traditionally known as Thanksgiving Day. And those, dear Lord God, that were partaker of the food that was prepared this day, I pray in Jesus' name that they took the time, dear Lord, to bow their head, and give thanks to Lord God unto thee, Lord, for all the things that you have done for them in this life. You'll cause us, first of all, to rise up from a bed of sleep and slumber. You kept us, dear Lord, from the evil during the night. Lord God, not only that you breathe the very breath of, of, of this air, dear Lord, into our lungs that cause it to expand, dear Lord God, that we may live. Lord God, we thank you for the food. We thank you, Lord God, for the ability, Lord, to be able to use the limbs, the father of our body. We thank you, dear Lord God, for our jobs. We thank you, dear Lord God, for our companions. We thank you, dear Lord God, for our family and friends. There is so much to be thankful for, Lord God. But a lot of times when we talk in this term, we talk in the terms of generality, Lord God, when we need to realize there are certain specific things in our life, dear Lord God, that we can truly be thankful for after all dear lord god if we can be thankful for all these things and in the end be in eternal damnation what would it have profit us for so we need to be able to look in our heart and see this thing dear lord that you have us to understand and give you praise even for that for we ask the understanding in this story in jesus name we pray and say 
amen and amen. The scripture that we just read deals with this thought. How grateful to God are you? How grateful to God are you? As Jesus was headed to Jerusalem, passing through Samaria and Galilee, he was confronted by 10 men that had leprosy standing at a distance. And I want you to look at the standing at the distance. I want you to imagine uh, like we have this electric fence uh, for our dogs that, that would allow them to run in a certain area, a certain perimeter. But when they go as far as that fence, it will electrocute them, uh, I should say shock them to the place they know to back up. Well, that's how it had to be. There were boundaries, not necessarily uh, electric shock, but there were boundaries that those who had this disease or any disease as far as that is concerned, they had a boundary that they could not cross over. They were labeled as being unclean, being in their condition. The Bible teaches us that leprosy was a type of cancer in ancient days. Anyone with this disease was considered an outcast from society, according to Numbers chapter 5, verse 1 through 4. They were pronounced unclean by the high priest. Not only were they an outcast from society, but also from their family, friends, and loved ones waiting to die of that disease. They were physically, emotionally, psychologically damaged. To look up and see Jesus. They now have hope, seeking mercy from the Lord. And when he saw them, he said to them, go, show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Now, let me say this that I should have said at the last point. The scripture doesn't reveal how long they've been there or how long they had this disease. But nevertheless, if it was just one day versus 20 years, uh, amen, the disease was there to take the life out. And they knew that. And they were saddened by that. But nevertheless, they had hope when they seen Jesus. We spoke about that. Now, Jesus not only heard them and saw them, then he answered their request. Now, look how he answered the request. He never touched them. He simply said, go show yourself unto the priest. For the scripture states that when a leper is cleansed of his leprosy, he must return to the priest to be declared healed or cleansed of the leprosy. And at that time, they can return back into the society uh, 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 that ostracized them. Amen. No one questioned the words of Jesus with doubt. They could have said, what are you talking about going to see the priest? You haven't healed us yet. You didn't touch us. No, they didn't approach it that way. The 10 moved by faith in the words of Jesus first. Hallelujah. Then they were cleansed as they obeyed the words of Christ. Then they were cleansed. Amen. Then they were cleansed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And one of them, let me read the rest of this verse. When he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Now, how do we look and approach that? One of the 10, not all of them, just one of them. You would have think all of them would have been very grateful for what they had. <clears throat> Pardon me, Jesus had done for them. But out of the 10, one turned back and with a loud voice glorify God. Then he fell down at the feet of Jesus, giving thanks to him. Oh my God, he was grateful. It was Thanksgiving day for him. He may not have had the turkey. He may not have had the fellowship of his friends. But what he did, he had a touch from Jesus just by the very words to say, go. And he was healed of that very disease. And he wanted to let God know how grateful he was to Jesus for healing him. He wanted to show that. He wanted to let him know that he was grateful for being healed by him. But Jesus took notice and asked a question. And I'm going to put it this way in my own words. Why didn't the nine return as well to give glory to God as this one did? Why didn't they return? It makes me think. When people receive a blessing of the Lord, healing or whatever it may be, they're excited that they have it, receive this blessing. But some don't even go to God of their own will and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for healing me. Thank you for raising my children from the sickness. Thank you, Lord God, for the job. Thank you for whatever it may have been that he had done. In this particular setting here, they obeyed Jesus, but they weren't grateful to him for what he did. They were. If they would have been grateful, they would have did as this one Samaritan had did. They would have came back and gave thanks to God for healing him. Only this one man returned. They come back to give glory to God. And Jesus said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. You say, what does this got to do with Thanksgiving Day? What does this got to do with Thanksgiving? A lot of times we all give thanks unto God in a general sense. We thank God for air that we breathe. And all that really is from God. It really is. But when it comes down to something specific, very specific to an event or to something that God had did particularly for you. And let me put it this way. He did it for you that it took faith for you to touch God in order for him to move upon your situation. Now to breathe, get up in the morning, go about our day. Thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that you open my eye. That is general. It don't take faith for that. 
You ask me, what are you grateful for? I am eternally grateful for Calvary's cross and for Jesus opening my eyes to see the danger of my soul being in sin. And he was willing to forgive me of that sin. Oh my God, I can't express how I felt to have that burden of sin lifted off of me. And that and that alone could only be done by God. I never forget the day of the elevator experience. I never forget the day that I told that I was told that that joint you smoke was laced with LSD. It should have killed me. And it was flowing through my veins, in my mind, in my bloodstream. But it didn't kill me because God stepped in and showed himself God to me. The whole world can go against not believing in the Bible, but I will not because of that one event. And I know now the value of my soul, all because Jesus saved me and opened my eyes to see some things. Do you have that kind of experience? Do you have an experience by faith? Do you have that? The Apostle Paul did. And he was never the same after he met Jesus. The Apostle Peter did. He was the one that denied him. And after the resurrection, the Lord Jesus encouraged him. Let him see that he was forgiven. And then used him very mightily on the day of Pentecost and thereafter throughout the book of the book of Acts. We see that going through there. Thankful. Thankful. Give God glory. I am grateful for what he did. And he allowed me to grow. And as I grow, the things that I was bumping heads with, he helped me to get victory over those things. And I was able to move forward to become the man that God had created me to be as I speak to you this evening. What are you grateful to God for? What can you give God thanks for in a specific way? If you read throughout the Bible, many people gave God thanks for the things that he did for them, delivering them out of bondage to <clears throat> raise them from the dead to heal them. It wasn't general. Everything was very specific and they gave him glory to that. They gave God the glory for being able to do the things he did for them. And I don't want to hold you long. I just want to say this as we close. What event or what circumstances, if I may say that, are you grateful to God for? How grateful to God are you? Are you willing to not only give him thanks, but to be able to say, Lord, thank you for changing my life. Thank you for setting me on the right path. See, these things take faith to do. All the other things in general doesn't take faith. It's sometimes we take it for granted that God woke us up the next day. And we still get up and do the things that are contrary to his will. But like I say, I'm not going to hold you. 
I just want you to be grateful and think about those things as you move into another day of God will that you should see it. Think about it. What? How grateful to God are you as these 10 lepers were? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again to be back on the air. We ask the Lord God that you would bless those that will listen. Bless those that will understand. Bless those that they will see it in the light, the Lord God, that it was presented. It's not to say that no one is thankful for the general things, and we should be for those. But those, those specific things that affect our soul, that can change our lives. Lord God, you want the glory even for that. And if anyone is not up under the sound of my voice uh, that doesn't know you, Lord, in the pardon of their sin, we pray in Jesus' name that they will find a quiet place and get along with you and fall down on their face and say, Lord, what must I do to be saved? And let me share with you the answer. You must believe on the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who rose from the grave on the third day and was seen of many that believed that he rose and he filled them with his precious Holy Ghost and made them witnesses unto his resurrection. That took back way many years ago, over 2000 years ago. And to today, it domino effect down through the centuries that I can raise my hand right now before you Lord and say, thank you that I'm a part of that leg legacy or being able to be a witness and tell the world what Jesus Christ, that he is alive and he's alive forevermore. And he can save them before it's everlasting too late. Lord, have your way with them, dear Lord, as they consider what has been said and be grateful, dear Lord God, for the saving of their soul. And I would like for you that are listening to me under the sound of my voice, I just want you to know this one thing pertaining to this message that this is for you. Amen.